Welcome to another episode of Football 360. I'm your host, Kareem Timbers. Very excited to join you this week. Uh, Big college football playoff weekend this past weekend, the holiday weekend. Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, TCU in Michigan. uh, What an exciting game to watch this past weekend. Uh, Michigan star quarterback J.J. McCarthy had a rough day at the office through two pick sixes. Uh, but battle back TCU and those guys are just a tough group of guys. Um, started the season unranked. I, be- I believe they didn't become ranked until like week six, week seven. Their starting quarterback, Max Dugan, was not even the starting quarterback to start the season. Uh, TCU just showed show poise, uh, show why they were in- should have been in the college football playoffs from the jump. And they defeated Michigan 51 to 45. So shout out to TCU and the Horned Frogs playing in the national championship. Uh, what a great matchup. I think the outcome, obviously Jim Harbaugh early on, I think was a little too arrogant. You know, they were looking to go for a double reverse pass to start the game off. TCU shut that down. Michigan battled back late in the second half, but just too little too late. And TCU pulled it out. So I'm excited to see TCU play in the national championship. You also had Georgia. At Ohio State, um, Ohio State came out swinging. Marvin Harrison Jr. had two touchdown catches in the first half. Show why he's the best receiver in college football. Uh, and Stetson Bennett, the star quarterback for Georgia, did not play, have his his best game. Uh, looked pretty sluggish early on. Um, obviously, it's been a few weeks since they last played from the conference championship to the college football playoff. But Georgia found a way to win and survive in a, a, a thriller. Matchup between Ohio State 42 to 41. So Georgia will be joining uh, TCU in the national championship this upcoming Monday, January 9th. So be on the lookout for that. They will play that uh, at the SoFi Stadium, uh, the new stadium of the L.A. Rams and L.A. Chargers. So it should be a great matchup. Uh, Number one, Georgia at number three at TCU and Stetson Bennett at Max Dugan. Max Dugan, this kid, a small-town Midwest kid, uh, tough as nails, grew up on the farm. Uh, and Stetson Bennett should have a better matchup. But I just, uh, this is going to be one of the uh, best college football playoff championship games in quite some time. It's going to be a very physical matchup. Uh, T, like I said, TCU has always had a chip on their shoulder all season. Uh, but I believe Georgia and that, and that this physicality of the Georgia Bulldogs and that offensive line, that they're going to wear down TCU Throughout the four quarters, it should be a good, great national championship game to watch. But I'm going to pick number one, Georgia, yes, to finish this season as repeat national champions. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, switching gears to NFL news. Uh, this past this past Monday, Monday night football was the most anticipated, probably one of the most anticipated games of the year. Definitely the most anticipated Monday night football game of the year. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, everyone was tuning in for the matchup over the holiday weekend to watch this matchup and tragedy struck in Cincinnati. Uh, second year of safety, DeMar Hamlin, Pittsburgh native, Pennsylvania native, um, you know, only just had a routine tackle um, and immediately got up. And as he got up, just completely collapsed back to the turf um, in Cincinnati, late motionless, obviously for minutes on in um, but the medical staff uh, being very alert to see what was happening what was going on rushed onto the field to perform CPR 
on Demar Hamlin right away. You watched uh, the raw motion of the Buffalo Bills teammates, um, even including the Cincinnati Bengals teammate uh, players, uh, the fans, the coaching staff. Everybody was in utter shock. You know, um, Demar Hamlin went into cardiac arrest on the football field this past Monday night. Um, eventually was uh, transported um, on a cart and an ambulance to a local Cincinnati hospital. Uh, never in my time um, played football since third, fourth grade. I obviously played at a high level um, in high school, uh, college, uh, arena football as well, post-college. I've never witnessed anything like that. Um, and I'm sure most of the fans, as well as the players, have never witnessed anything like that in their in their day. Um, I think the last time I recall uh, in, a, in an NFL game something like this taking place was well before my time. Um, it was the Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. Um, a receiver from from the Detroit Lions came across the field, um, and uh, Bears linebacker, uh, Hall of Fame linebacker uh, Dick Buckus put a vicious hit on a receiver. And the guy went into cardiac arrest. Um, so this was the first time, like I said, that was about the 1960s, maybe the early 70s when that happened. It was the 60s when that took place. And, um, you know, you think about this young man, you think about, you know, how is he going to be OK? Um, and that becomes the most important thing, um, not the football game. And, and I think what people outside of football players, former athletes who've actually strapped it up and put their, you know, the time and energy and put their life on the line uh, to play this vicious game, the game we love. Uh, people have to understand uh, the magnitude of what these student athletes or these athletes in general are putting themselves in and, and the harm they're putting themselves in um, to go out and compete. Um, and for a lot of these guys coming from, you know, small town, small town or broken homes or guys just, you know, trying to be the first in their family to, to go to college, the first in their family to make it to that next level, to get their family out of a, uh, of maybe a financial situation. We, people have to understand what, what these guys at, are putting at risk. And I think, you know, the situation with DeMar Hamlin, I think made everybody realize how much uh, football players are really putting themselves at risk to play this game and the game they love. Um, and it was a very freak accident. Um, as I stated, uh, DeMar Hamlin uh, remained in the hospital this whole week um, in, in Cincinnati. Uh, but I also want to talk about the, the power of, of, of collective energy, the power of a collective uh, thought and consciousness and, and just the, out, the pouring of love, uh, not only from his teammates, from the Buffalo Bills and the organization, the Cincinnati Bengals, organization the fans in the stadium realizing you know we came here to see a football game but at the end of the day this is the most important thing and the, the outpour of energy and love uh for this young man was was has been unbelievable um he like i said he was on cardiac arrest was unconscious obviously um this past week uh but the power of energy man uh this young man is is now moving his limbs this young man actually spoke today for the first time. So I just want to send out my prayers and thoughts to DeMar Hamlin to have a full speedy uh, health recovery, full health recovery. And once again, obtain optimal health um, and just, you know, football, um, you know, it is a game at the end of the day. 
you know, and the, someone's life is obviously more important than that. So I'm, I'm glad the NFL did what was right, canceled the game Monday night. Um, obviously, the game would not be played uh, this season. But the most important thing, DeMar Hamlin's health is getting better and he's taking daily strides to have a full health recovery. So um, a shout out to DeMar Hamlin, shout out to his family and wishing him a speedy health recovery. All right. Uh, switching gears, switching gears here to uh, NFL Week 18. Yes, NFL Week 18, the final week of the regular season is here. We got a lot of uh, games um, and a lot of teams playoff hopes at stake going into this final week of the season. So we're starting with Saturday, Kansas City Chiefs at the Raiders. As you all know, the Raiders made a change at quarterback. Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, looking like he's putting up another MVP season, uh, leading, leading NFL in passing yards, um, and they're, they're, he's going to do their th- they're going to do their thing this weekend as well. So I'm going to take Kansas City over the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. The Tennessee Titans started off seven and three. I believe they lost six straight. Jacksonville, yes, with uh, head coach Doug Peterson. They are looking to make the playoffs. I think Jacksonville would get in. Uh, just a great turnaround for that organization. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has been playing lights out uh, and playing like the highly touted um, quarterback he was at Clemson and the highly, the highly sought after draft pick. So to see him and, and Travis Etienne, the young running back out of Clemson as well, healthy this year. Uh, there have been a nice one-two punch. So I'm going to take Jacksonville over Tennessee. So be on the lookout for that. Then we also have on Sunday, yes, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers still have a chance to make the playoffs. Uh, their conference has really struggled this year as well as the Buccaneers, but they, they have a chance to clinch and get in the playoffs. So Tom Brady uh, put on a show a week ago, uh, connected with Mike Evans for three touchdowns. Tampa Bay is going to beat the Atlanta Falcons to so be on the lookout for that. And Tampa Bay will make the postseason. You have the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, the Bills, as I stated, uh, very uh, devastated with with what happened to their teammate, DeMar Hamlin. But obviously, in, in better spirits now, uh, the Buffalo Bills are going to play for DeMar Hamlin. You know, they really um, are going to push forward um, to and play for DeMar Hamlin the rest of the season. Um, they had a, a, a brother who, who's fallen down, uh, but they, they were going to pick him back up. And Buffalo is going to find a way not only to beat New England, but I think Buffalo is going to push for the for the Super Bowl. So be on the lookout for that. You heard it here first. Uh, I see Buffalo pushing uh, to make the Super Bowl going forward. All right. We also have the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. The Minnesota Vikings took a beating last week by the NFC rival, the Green Bay Packers. Packers are obviously uh, making a move as well for a playoff run, which we'll get into here shortly. Uh, but the Vikings are going to bounce back. Um, the Chicago Bears got blown out by the Detroit Lions. I can't recall the last time the Lions beat the Bears so bad. Uh, Justin Fields had 100 y- yards rushing in the first quarter. The first time uh, that's happened in a quarter of over 45 seasons. So uh, Justin Fields had a hell of a uh, second year um, in the NFL and proving why he's a franchise quarterback going forward. But he did take a beating. A couple offensive linemen went out in the matchup last week. Um, and he, you know, had a hip strain. So he's not going to suit up for the last game of the season when he's 64 yards short of breaking Lamar Jackson's single season record for rushing yards. I believe it's 1,202 exact um, for a quarterback. Uh, but all in all, he still currently leaves the NFC 
uh, in rushing, and that's including Dalvin Cook, All-Pro running back Dalvin Cook, uh, Aaron Jones and company with the NFC North. All right. Uh, but the Bears are going to take a beat down this weekend. And right now they're just looking to uh, gear up for possibly the first or second pick overall in the draft come April. All right. Then we have the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Obviously, the Bengals, they get a chance to play on Monday night to continue that matchup. But the Bengals should be poised at home once again uh, to fight, face a uh, conference foe against in the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson is going to miss another game. Uh, you talk about, you know, it's betting on himself and not getting a new contract. Baltimore has to do what's right when the season's over. I'm going to take Cincinnati over Baltimore in this matchup this weekend. We also had the Houston Texans also looking to play for the number one pick against the Colts. I do not see the Houston Texans beating the Colts. Colts at home will win their last game of the season. Uh, then we have the New York Jets. They've taken a, a, a skid the last few weeks. They're playing at Miami. Miami must win. Two is still out with the concussion. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has a broken finger. He's out. So they're going to their uh, rookie quarterback. I'm going to take the Jets to beat the Miami Dolphins. And the Dolphins are going to miss out on the postseason. We have the Carolina Panthers at the Saints. I'm going to take the Saints. Saints coming off a big win last week over the Eagles. I'm going to take the Saints uh, to win that matchup. We also have the Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson's finally back out there. Uh, look, he's finally getting into a rhythm. With Cleveland, but it's too little, too late for this season. They're at Pittsburgh. We're going to take Cleveland to win and end their season with the win on the season. Then we have the L.A. Chargers at the Denver Broncos. The Broncos, as a, as you well know, uh, moved away from head coach Hackett. Uh, Russell Wilson has been playing better of the last few weeks. Something uh, to, as a springboard for next season. But I'm going to have the L.A. Chargers win that matchup. We have the Giants. Yes, the Giants are there. I think they punched their ticket for the postseason. They're playing at Philadelphia, this is a heated rivalry between New York and Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts been out the last two weeks with that shoulder strain, but he is geared to suit up and play uh, this weekend. It's just going to be a great matchup, um, and Philadelphia is going to win that to push for that number one seed for the playoff. Then we have the Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers. J.J. Watt, this is going to be his last NFL game as he stated he's going to retire after this season. Um, so be on the lookout uh, to see Watt get after San Francisco, but San Francisco's just got too much firepower. I'm going to take the 49ers in that matchup. Then we have the LA Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. The Rams must win um, for, and Detroit must win for Detroit to get in. Uh, Detroit needs Seattle to lose. Uh, Bobby Wagner was interviewed early this week. Uh, all pro linebacker uh, played his tenure with the Seahawks. They like the way they moved away uh, and let him go from the team. Uh, you know, and um, he, he's going to be looking to pin his ears back against the Seahawks. I'm going to take the Rams to beat the Seahawks in Seattle. Then we have the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Pollard is uh, gearing up for a thousand yard season. Tony Pollard, they're playing. This is another, another rivalry game against the Washington Commanders. It's going to be a physical matchup. I'm going to take Dallas and Dak Prescott to lead them to victory. And then the Sunday night game. Yes, the Sunday night matchup this week. Um, Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. NFC North heated rivalry. The Lions won the first matchup this year. As, as I stated, the Lions have been very tough, physical uh, group of guys that just refuse to quit. They're playing at Green Bay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been on tear the last three or four weeks, and the Packers have played really well. 
And whoever wins this matchup essentially is going to make the postseason. Okay. Um, so I'm going to take the Detroit Lions to sweep the Packers this week, uh, this season with the victory Sunday night with playoff implications. I'm your host, Kareem Timbers. Signing off at Football 360.